0: Overseas, I'm not exactly sure where, but the, right now the talks are on pause, and they're going to resume after oh, you wait, get wait. back.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You got a prior commitment overseas, and they have a deal here on the table for three hundred million.
0: Three hundred max. Three hundred well, million.
1: What is your what's your commitment? The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody.
0: Back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joe Pavone alongside Cedric Maxwell, checking in from North Carolina, We're getting you all up to speed with the NBA offseason. Look, Celtics Summer League is done, and Max, I'm sure you want to talk about other things as well, right? What's going on across the NBA?
1: <laughs> I, you know, I, I I keep hearing about different players that were with the Celtics. But then there was more about Wimby, you know, what he did and, and how the Spurs shut him down after two games. But it just seems like a, a real crazy time. Uh, the thing about the NBA and the players that are, are coming to the set, Celtics and yeah, basically what's going to happen. I think a, a lot of um, the Polks right now and being down here in North Carolina, seeing a lot of um, – fans has been um asking me about it. like so what do you think do we fuck up do we do this what do we need I don't see the I don't see the optimism that you know was the year before last year I saw more optimism. This year it seems like it's more wait and see. That's mm. what we have. Let's see what Brad comes up with. Has he finished yet? So I, I just think there's a, a lot of uh movable parts and a lot of questions from fans around the country who I've met just down here in North Carolina.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, between the Porzingis trade and what's going to happen after, I mean, we we're still waiting, right? There's two, a uh, couple free agent signings that uh, certainly fulfill what you want to get from your second unit, but everyone's waiting to see if he's going to make another move. And he uh, also commented on it during a summer league game saying that there is a one more move, down the road, but he didn't obviously get into specifics. But we'll get into that, we'll get into that a little bit. Also, uh, Damian Lillard, the latest on that front, the Miami Heat still putting up putting in offers. We'll tell you about the latest in that. But we got to talk about the humongous elephant in the Celtics Organization room, right? That's Jalen Brown's Supermax contract. What has taken so long? I mean, what are we we're almost three weeks into July, and there's still no deal. Now, there was an initial report saying that they were gonna come up with a deal or close out the deal. In Las Vegas, but that's out the window now. And the latest from Adams Himmel's of the Boston Globe is saying that he's got a prior commitment overseas. I'm not exactly sure where, but the, right now the talks are on pause, and they're going to resume after oh, he oh, gets wait, back. Wait. wait a minute, wait a minute. You got a prior commitment overseas,
1: and they have a deal here on the table for three hundred million. Three
0: hundred max. Well, three hundred million.
1: What is your what's your commitment?
0: God. R- I don't track, know, Max. R- I track. don't know. What's what, In your opinion, what what could possibly delay this any further? <laughs>
1: I don't think, you know, I think that Celtic fans right now are kind of, uh, you know, just struck. Uh, I don't think there's too much about it. I think it's, it's going to get done. Uh, but, you know, when you start talking about $300 million, that's a lot of money for one player. He's going to be the highest paid NBA player which is, I think, when the Celtics first drafted him in his first couple of years, I don't think anybody would have thought that. But due to his hard work, his effort, what he's able to accomplish, he's become one of the elite players in the NBA. And uh, kudos go out to him, Um, you know, and and where he's at. And the money that he can demand. Um, I, I just think that, when you start talking about these massive contracts, you know, you're just dotting the, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Yeah. I I think that eventually it's going to get happened. It's going to happen. I think one thing you're looking at the Celtics, I think what they want is a, uh, they don't want that third year buyout. Mm -hmm. They, uh, Celtics would like him to do a five year, you know, completely essentially like a five year deal, but no player option in, in year three. Uh, that's when you can come back and become a uh, 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 free agent. So I think the Celtics are trying to work on that part of that's what they would like to have. And the player, the player, you know, do you want the security or do
0: you want the, the ability to become a free agent in about three years? That's what crossed my mind as well. Like, because if you're jailing, you're like, well, what? How much flexibility am I going to have here in that the back end of that deal? Right? Am I going to have the option to go out and be a free agent? You know, I mean, the no trade clause is not in the picture, but I think if if it were, that'd be another talking point, right? I mean, if I'm jailing, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I have as much control as I can, even though obviously I'm getting the supermax. I'll be the highest paid player in the NBA. But towards the end of but, this deal, <laughs> am I going to have that option to to say, what? you know what, I want to go elsewhere?
1: I know I'm getting. I know I'm getting that 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 look that you always say I give you, and it's like that round up sour milk look. what, what the hell do you want?
0: That confused <laughs> like that's it. That's the look. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, it. yeah. Because you get $300 dollars. <laughs> Where? I mean, I got control of what? I got control of my <laughs> bank account. I mean, so I don't. I don't. I, I, I understand. And it's a new NBA. But if you put not that much that much money to me. Uh, over a quarter of billion, uh, almost a quarter of billion dollars. Who really cares about you know what position and what line I can take? Uh so I I I understand, but at the same time it's like, damn, dude, come on. Just take take the money. Take the (laughs) take the freaking money, okay?
0: Take it. You think he finishes that deal? I know it's it's hard to tell the future that far down, but you think he would finish that deal in Boston? Hell no.
1: It depends on what the Celtics do. I yeah, think the Celtics, I would like, the Celtics would, if they don't win it this coming year, then it it would be very much like the Tyler Hero deal. Tyler Hero signed a huge deal with Miami. Uh, he played, and then obviously we know he got hurt, was out. But now that he's in the second year of that deal, he can be traded. The mm-hmm. first year of that deal, once you sign it, you can't be traded. But the second year of that deal, it becomes a contract that can be moved and you can start looking at other pieces. So I think the Celtics want to go and and look at it both ways. Like they're protecting themselves. But as Danny Ainge used to say a lot, um, there's an asset. There's an asset out there that he has, a commodity, uh, which Jalen could be if, in fact, things don't go as well as they would like for him to go this coming year.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just don't think the window is as big as people think it is. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but again, like you said, if they if they don't win it, I mean, that's the thing. Winning helps, right? Winning but makes you want to come back and these, win a second one.
1: Wait, how old are these guys when we start talking about the window being closed? Well,
0: you they, know what I mean, Max. How people? Even, how Celtics Tatum, fans are delusional, Max? They think Tatum how, and Brown want to want to want to be teammates for the rest how, of their how, whole, whole career. Yeah, I, I'm not sure say. that's always the case.
1: Here's what I'll say. Tatum is how old right now? Is he 25 yet? I and mean, Brown is just what, turned. What's Brown? 26, 27?
0: 26, yeah.
1: 26? So wh- where's the window that people are talking about is closing? I mean, there's an extraordinary guy out there who's still playing for a championship who is damn near 40. His name is LeBron James. And I'm not saying...
0: yeah. How know, long did he stay in Cleveland? You know what I mean? Pope like, well, I mean, that's another example, but you know what I mean? Pope like, I just feel that- like in today's but, NBA, you don't see teammates play for ten plus years. Like that that doesn't happen anymore.
1: But they they're still but he's still competing for a championship. So I'm saying if you have those kind of guys, then your window to me is open. Is Steph Curry? Is his window closed now? Are we saying that?
0: When you start thinking about Steph Curry is is maybe a couple more cracks at it. Is he that's, sure. but, but that's, but see, that's my point though, Max, right? How many championships do those guys have it's easier to want to be, to stay together when you're winning championships. When you, when you got a dynasty, this team is not a dynasty. They haven't even won yet, you know? And how many years are, are, are we into this with with Tatum and Brown? I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking down the road. I'm just thinking, of, I'm trying to put myself in Jalen's shoes for a second, or at least his mind. And it, it, he, he strikes me as someone that at some point in his career, he's going to want to be that number one. And that's not going to happen here in Boston. It's just not, as long as Tatum's around
1: I don't I, see I don't buy that and because I think great players understand great players sometimes understand I think about myself Celtic team Did Kevin Did Kevin McHale did he want to be a number one or was he was he good with Larry Bird being number one he was good with that was Robert Parrish did he want to be so I think and obviously I know I'm talking about another era and another time but still I think you still look at players and going okay I can live with that I mean well LeBron James went down to Miami, and did D. Wade say, "Hey, I want to be. This is my team." And you know, LeBron James always said, "This is D. Wade, still D. Wade's team." But we know that LeBron was the engine. I mean, yeah. I think that you start looking at teams. You, you could you ever see a scenario where uh, the Joker plays anyplace else? Can you ever see that scenario with him leaving Denver? Do you ever see in the envision that? So I I think you're right in one way. In one hand, as players' movement is always kind of crazy. You think everybody is Luca going to be always with Dallas? They'd like to keep him, but I I understand what you're saying. Players (laughs) like imagine Mark
0: Cuban living that day where where, Luca's wearing another uniform.
1: Yeah, players like to explore the option. I think one of the funny things to me about some of the trades right now is hearing what Jalen. what, what Jason Tatum said, and he was talking about when he sees Grant Williams again. And he yeah. said he mentioned that when I see Grant Williams again, I'm gonna bust his ass. And Grant Williams said, "You can't go left." <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Grant's telling all the secrets now. Yo, I love that. I love it. <laughs>
1: so there's there's still
0: a lot of there's still a lot of
1: fun. There's still a lot of money out here, but it's still, right now, it's it's still in in July. Yeah, you know, so the schedule hadn't even come out yet, and we're speculating. But you know, we'll see what kind of movement happens at the very end. Is Portland going to be forced to give up Dame Lillard? Then and says mm. Scoop Henderson. What's his name? Jackson. Scoop Jackson is
0: what's his name? And in- uh, sc- uh, Scoop Scoop Henderson. The, uh, Scoop the Henderson. third overall pick. I think that's what that's what Charlotte fans want to ask you about. They they're, they're wondering if they did they made the wrong choice in that. Hmm. <laughs> I, you know, Scoop looks like he could be a hell of a player, uh, but I, but it's I a little think, redundant when you got ball right, Lonzo. I mean, not Lonzo, yeah, but, uh, Lamelo.
1: I think that that's what they were saying. They already they already hitched a wagon up the ball. They gave him two hundred right. two hundred and seventy million or something like that. So I think that they didn't want a lot of my a lot of the fans down here in Charlotte. A lot of my friends are saying, "Look, we didn't want another small little point guard. We didn't mm. we didn't." So they were willing to forego that and get the kid who at 6'9", as, right. a, as a uh, two-guard. So I, I think that people were pretty happy about some of the moves, but that doesn't come clear until the end of the day when you start looking at guys who were taken in certain places. Uh, so we just talked another day about somebody who was taken, the, the guy who was taken before Luka. Uh, you know, they, they keep talking about all the things that happened. You know, you had the mm-hmm. NBA. Michael Jordan was the third pick. Akeem was the first pick. Bowie was the second pick. But and then Jordan goes third. Could you, you know that Portland, if they had to do that again, what the hell? Would oh man! The but the,
0: the reason behind it is what's crazy. It's oh, they didn't want to. It's redundant with with Clyde Drexler. It's like uh, you could have figured that one out, no?
1: Well, I guess you could have. At the end of the Clyde was a hell of a player during that time, but. Uh, you know, I talked to a couple of people who were with them, but with Portland, they were like, take this kid and we're going to be a dynasty. And uh, mm-hmm. sure, sure enough, you didn't take them. And, and, you know, that's why Nike is Nike right now. Because you imagine Michael Jordan being in Portland where Nike was the headquarters. It's already, you know, things that go crazy there, but I can't even imagine Michael in another uniform like that. But then again, we talk about that. Did you ever think Michael Jordan was going to be any any other uniform but Chicago Bulls? Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah. He was a wizard. He finished up as a, as a wizard. Yeah. Some people hate that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate it because I, I was for for uh, for reasons that, to my you know what I mean for selfish reasons. I just wanted to be able to say I saw the man play, and I did. I saw him live went down I, to the I, police I, I, center.
1: You, you saw you saw a version of the man play. That was yourself. You saw a <laughs> uh, you said you saw a diluted michael Jordan you can do this
0: Anton Walker punched the shot I remember that I was like oh yeah Whoa.
1: Michael Michael in his prime you know you don't you don't think about you know Michael in that way in the Wizards. Right. And, you know he will always be a Chicago bull as long as people want to remember different stuff I I'm more interested in seeing what went beyond but what is he going to be that kind of dude in San Antonio. What would you think about him after you saw him a little bit in the summer late?
0: I was impressed. I was impressed. I was impressed. Clearly, people saw yeah, like how
1: to get stronger.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all knew that before we even you know saw him play the first time, but there was a clear difference between game one and game two. Maybe game one was the Maybe it was the fact that, you know, he had a lot of open looks from behind the yard. He's got to work on that three-point shot, but man, the way this dude handles the ball for a guy his size, it's it's only going to get better. Like that's unheard of. It's like Porzingis dribbling like that. You know what I mean? Just crossing dudes up, like slashing through the lane. Like that's a part of his game. I feel like it's obviously going to go a long way. But yeah, he's going to be someone that I, I think is going to. It's not going to be hard for him to score. You know what I mean? Like I, I just think the three point shot is going to be a big thing. Like teams are going to going to bait him to take that shot more often. But that's only going to improve at the NBA level.
1: You know? Yeah, no, it's going to. It's going to improve. Legit. But- but the thing that you saw with him is his ability to defend and block shots around the rim. Right, right. I mean, only way I think you you go at him is you got to go directly. You try to avoid him, he's gonna block his shot. You go at him, you got an opportunity to hit him with the body because he's a little small. But uh, guys are gonna test him immediately to see what he has in in store.
0: Absolutely. no, for sure. And, you know, speaking of some of the league, uh, Brad Stevens hopped on uh, ESPN during their telecast and, of course, asking about the free agency moves that he made. And I thought it was interesting that he said, like, look, we're, we're still trying to add one more piece. You know, he's talking about adding a potential wing. And if you look at the list of players that are available right now in free agency, I see a couple of names that could help you out. But I want to see what you think, Max. Uh, what do you think about someone like this is one of my guys? This isn't the guy that's been reported, but. Uh, TJ Warren, someone like that. You think he still got something left to, to help the Celtics yeah. out? You know,
1: hey, TJ Warren is a scorer who, uh, in in the bubble, turned to be a pretty good player. Got yeah, a nice. He
0: did.
1: He's a guy who could who could help you. I like that. I'm giving you a thumbs up on that person. What else you got? Okay. For? Else Terrence you got? Ross. I've always liked Terrence Ross as a scorer. If you can get, but he's a pure scorer. I won him. Yeah. Last year because of the ability to give you instant offense. Um, That name is not bad, but where are you going to fit him in with this particular team and how
0: much you have to pay? He's streaky, you know, that's the thing. But in in terms of paying, we're talking almost the the veteran minimum, right? And that's all the Celtics can really afford in, in their effort to stay below the tax line, unless there's a deal out there for Malcolm Brogdon. That's the only way I see this thing working because Brogdon he's due for 20 million so with that on your cap this will keep them under that second second apron if you can get one of these minimum guys and give them that last roster spot essentially uh, another name Jalen Knoll played out in uh, Minnesota uh, more of a four three type of guy but Will Barton I think is someone along the line Will Barton Terrence Ross TJ Warren I mean those three are kind of like My guys, right now, Max. What do you What do you What do you expect here, man? You you got some Some scores that come off the bench and and get you. No, you. To me,
1: you're. To me, you're. You're digging in the ditch now. You're looking for something that might not be there. I mean, that the (laughs) first name T.J. Warren. That name kind of gets me. Then Terrence Ross. But then when you start moving some of these other names I'm, that I'm not even really familiar with, it's like yeah, this is
0: week this is week three of free agency, man. That's the thing, man. But so this could, they could they could steal one of these guys here, you know? It could well, help you out.
1: I mean, you can always feel rosters, you know. Again, I think that what I'm looking for as a replacement is toughness. And like I think of TJ Warren, I think of him this way. I think of the heads up battle that he had with Jimmy Butler where he never, he never, he never backed down.
0: He liked those moments. I think he, I think he, 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 will rise to the occasion. I, I, I
1: like that about him. Uh, so, I mean, I'm just looking, you give me, I'm looking for a name after a while. I'm looking for a name, looking for a body. I'm looking for somebody who has done something like that.
0: Right. For Sure we'll see what happens. I, I just, I would, like the, I would like to see that. I would like to see some we us go and get at least one of those guys. Uh, just run the roster. Obviously, you'll get the camp invites, you know, guys that have been in and out of the league and, and just trying to latch on. And those aren't the guys that are going to get a rotation spot, right? I mean, it's, it's not likely, you know, but, but that's, that's pretty much it, you know, in terms of this roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look across the league and teams have improved. You know, there's been th- those other names out there, but – I want to ask you, what, what do you think was, what's the, the, the one deal that you would say is the, the biggest and most significant trade? I mean, is it Chris Paul going to the Warriors? Is it Bradley Beal going to the Suns? Is it Porzingis going to Boston? I mean, everybody, let me say this, everybody who's been against the market smart trade for Porzingis has always said, oh, if he's not healthy, if he's not healthy, if he's not but I I I don't hear a lot of people talk about if he is healthy, what this team's going to look like. So, Man. in your opinion, like, what do you think this team will look like if I all think, is is well, right? If I think if, if he if he's available, if
1: you're telling me that he's going to be available for 70 games this year, 70
0: plus, perfect, right, right around there, 68, I, I, 70.
1: I am I am good, but what you know, uh, I'm just looking for all those ancillary pieces. As my broadcast partner, Sean Grandy, was said, all the other pieces that have to come into play. Uh, guys who can block shots, guys who run the floor. You give me those pieces. That's what I'm looking at now. Uh, you got your main weapons. Uh, I would love to keep Malcolm Brogdon because Malcolm Brogdon was just so solid last year until he got hurt. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon was the sixth man of the year. And we know his, his we know his basketball IQ. So I don't I don't want to particularly lose him for nothing. You know, I I you know, I hope that Celtics are able to get something and then they have what the uh six million dollar tax uh, you know uh, exemption so can use
0: mm-hmm. it. So, That's uh, right. That's another way they can make a so deal. That's true. Yep. You draft picks. Yeah, you, you can
1: you can you can get some pieces out. I just don't think I'm I'm looking at the whole thing in, in Miami I'm like how can Miami get how can they do that I don't see I don't see how you the return if I'm Portland I want to return on my investment I was going to say Miami Portland doesn't, Miami doesn't have enough to give me I think what I would look at unless you're looking at a 13 unless you go through some fight by like Brooklyn Brooklyn has a pocket load of picks. If you're able to yeah. get maybe somehow get hero to Brooklyn, Brooklyn gives Portland, uh, you know, maybe a player, but then they got some picks to go along with it. And then you're able to get Dame Lillard down the I think it has to be a, three, a three-team three deal for it to happen. Very much like it happened with Porzingis and Marcus Smart.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would probably help their chances. But I also think if you're Portland, like, I'm going to try to wait this thing out, man. Like, I, I don't want this to happen. It might be a foregone conclusion, but I'm going to test it out. You know what I mean? Or or if another team comes in, like, the I don't know, the Toronto Raptors, right? They got some pieces, you know, whether it was OG or, you know, Scotty Barnes and a couple of picks. I'm thinking that over Ty Hero here and a bunch of people who are, let's say, as, as Gary would say, as Gary Walker would say, <laughs> Players who are either freshman or sophomore in high school right now. Like I don't want those future draft picks, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to do something now, and like yeah, that's good to have in my back pocket. But I also want someone like a Scarty Barnes that could implement right right away, and we can make the playoffs again. You know what I mean? If I'm Portland, like man, we've been trying to do this thing. And if if Damian wants out, he finally puts his request, and and that's the only team he wants to go to. I'm not gonna just do that, you know. I, I won't do him that solid. Or if I am gonna do it, I'll wait to mid season when I had no other choice. Mm.
1: Well, I, I think that there are some things to do. Obviously look at Portland, but Dame Lillard said, I only so according to reports, he's only want to go. He's only wanting to go to one place. And uh, the Miami. question I asked you, which is, you know, and I hadn't talked to you about it, was, how do you feel about all these ESPN layoffs?
0: I'm not surprised, man. I'm really surprised. Um, Jalen Rose, you know, just in the name of just the name one. I mean, they're constantly trying to shake up that NBA, you know, lineup. But the way they're doing this now, I'm like, man, like, what's what's going on? And I love how, uh, I love how. <laughs> about Stephen A is like, hey, man, you know, don't think I'm I'm, I'm safe. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's a few, he goes, there's a few other people making more money than me. I'm like, yeah, but I think, I think you're fine, man. I think you may be safe. I don't, I, I think if he got that phone call the way Marcus Mark got the phone call or the conversation that you're safe, I would trust that more than, more than Marcus should have, I guess, when they said that he was safe a week before being traded you know, to the Memphis. I mean, he, he, those pieces and some of the moves that they made has
1: ESPN, like Van Gundy, I was surprised to see that Van Gundy was, because he was solid with Mark Jackson. I liked he was him. Good man. And what I loved about him was his his brutal honesty, you know, about guys flopping. And now the NBA is as a rule that they're going to come in if you flop, you get a technical.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's going to yeah. hurt your team. So you know, LeBron James might have been the king of that. You know, as if he got hit, didn't get hit
0: oh like, the the, the delayed reaction that drove me yeah. crazy man like you see seen an instant replay and like three seconds later he's like he does some crazy like how do y'all miss that the referee has to watch that you know like yeah I'm, I'm i'm all for it i also like the other the other new rule which is uh if you win the uh the challenge the coach challenge you get the second one i like that i, I think yeah. that's the way it should have been from the beginning like you should be honored. I mean, you should be rewarded for getting it right, for calling them out on it and getting it right. Not like that's your only one. So then you have to hope that something down the road doesn't. You know, later in the game, you're not putting that same scenario. So that, that's good. I like that. I, I I
1: like it and I don't like it in the fact that
0: I, more replays. I,
1: I, yeah, it 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 mm-hmm. it it, it yeah. lengthens the game and slows it up a little bit more. Whereas right. you're ready. Fans really got a kick out of that thing when, you know, you know, ah, let's go, let's go. The Green, Green Life Special. Yeah, they, they, they love that. So, I mean, you, you're giving them something extra, but how much more time are you getting, giving? You know, I think they look at stuff already, you know, flagrant fouls or or all this stuff that they go to that let's see. And players will say they got hit, or, you know, and, and they have to go. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like it, but at the same time, I think it, you know, unnecessarily lent us the game.
0: Yeah, no, it does. It, it, it kills the momentum, man. Sometimes they take it seven, 10, 12 minutes to figure this thing out. I'm like, man, if I was playing, especially in the fourth quarter, I'm like, man, you're helping somebody. Man. It's not always going to be us. It's not going to be like, you know, maybe we don't need a breather. Maybe that's the last thing we need. You know, we're on a 10-2 run trying to close this thing out or trying to make a comeback, and all of a sudden everything comes to a stop, and the other team regains momentum or vice versa. Like, yeah. I, wanna, I, wanna... I think they need to limit that time.
1: I want to backtrack just a little bit and, and get back to what we were talking about, guys being laid off at ESPN. Does Shannon Sharp, does that name ring a bell, that he could be one of those guys that you would bring in to shake everything up at ESPN as one of these shows? Because obviously he's, like that. He, he's opinionated as hell. You're not going to yeah. have a way you know, wearing those goat, the goat hats and all that and now what happens the bigger thing like what happens to his running partner? Or what what
0: what happens to him now? Who's going oh, to they're who's looking going? for uh, they're looking for his replacement right now? Yeah, That's like who, who is gonna be as
1: strong? Who is who do you know that can be as strong as Shannon Sharp? I mean, that was that was an interesting matchup because Shannon Sharp, you know, Skip Bayless normally ran through everybody else, but Shannon Sharp was an equal. And a lot of times he was a superior and uh, you know, the, the worst thing about partnerships is the fact that somebody thinks that they can't be replaced or somebody gets on top of somebody else. And, and it seemed like that's what happened. First they were, you know, it's almost like Shannon Sharp was being taught. And then he started teaching Skip Bayless and then he started being the teacher and Skip Bayless kind of looked like the student and that seemed like that that tipped the boat over. and But yeah. Chandler Harper is one of those names I'm looking that is going to come in and go someplace else. I hear about Charles Barkley, you know, possibly going right now to ESP. I mean, going to uh, CNN uh, with Gail King. It's just, it's just a lot of movable parts when I think about some of the guys who are out there, what they could do.
0: You know, I would love to see that. If they got Sharp, if Sharp goes to ESPN, I never even thought about that. You know, he, he was so like grateful and thankful for everything that happened with you know Fox, and um he gave a lot of he gave his flowers to 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 um to his to his co-hosts. You know, he's like, man, if you opened this door for me. Like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And I think there's a lot of what you just said in that compliment in that you know, he sharpened his skill set and he learned a lot just from going back and forth with this guy every single day. So, I, you know, it wouldn't shock me. That would how, how, would me you like, how would you like this one if you had Shannon Sharp and Charles Barkley on the same show? Oh, man, that's going to be hilarious, man. That's going to be, especially if you, if you throw a topic that they strongly disagree on, oh, man, that'd be great, especially Charles Laley. I feel like last season, Charles, like, he kind of just, like, He went a little bit more uncensored, you know, I don't mean in the sense of, like, he was being inappropriate, but he was just saying whatever was on his mind. He's usually like that, but, like, he was witty, you know? I just feel like he was cracking me up more than often. I mean, more than usual this past season. (laughs) Well, guys, you
1: know, we want to say, you know, thank you very much for coming along with us on this road. Yes, sir. You know, mash that like button and subscribe, and we only get stronger, you know. That's That's right. One of my favorite books behind you, uh, you know, uh, "Tales from 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 the Celtics" with uh, Cedric Which Maxwell, and Ray Allen. So, you know, we we are we are so thankful for you guys uh, joining us, and and we understand it's a slow time right now, but we got some surprises for you this summer. Oh Mountain. yeah, and the one I'm I'm gonna give you a little surprise. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have I might have a cooking show. We might do a segment with Cedric Maxwell cooking. Yo, with
0: the pros. Max, and, I haven't had your food in years, man. I, I, when, you, I, when, we, when we first started this thing and you used to chef up before those episodes, man. So so might have a, We might
1: have a couple of episodes and I might be able to get a couple of, and this thing I call cooking with the pros. So uh, guys, stay tuned. And uh, again, thank you very much for uh, uh, hanging out with us today here in North Carolina and, and just Sway in Boston.
0: Absolutely. And don't forget, obviously, head to FanDuel.com. Sign up today. You you just bet $20 and you'll get $200 in bonus. That's right. That's at FanDuel.com slash Boston. He is Cedric Maxwell. I am Joe Sway, and we'll check in with you guys next week.